0: All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is movie night with Sean and John.
1: <laughs> and am not <Night> Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> check, 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 check. There we go. This one's on. This one's on. You good? You we're good? It's recording. We're live. Um, we we're are li- live. Yeah, we're live. Um, this is John,
1: and this is Sean.
0: This is movie night with John and good Sean. Choice. We're back. Um, just us. Just us tonight. We've had some guests in the last. Yeah, the last few, right? Few. Um, what are we doing? We're doing old M Night Shyamalan's latest. Um, we're going to get into that, and then we're doing <laughs> the latest. I think this. Yeah, this is the latest A twenty four.
1: Yeah, release. The release. Green. Um, Green Knight.
0: The Green Knight, which I'm excited about. I've been uh, waiting to see. We just got out of the theater.
1: Um, where to start? Where to start? I think we with should old? out with the old first. <laughs> in <laughs> in with the old, and, and oh we'll yeah, yeah. We'll start with
0: we'll uh, start with M Night Shyamalan's old, um, man. This was a, a disappointing and jumbled mess. If I have to just sum it up quickly,
1: which is sort of almost par for a, the course, uh, yeah. right? Almost a staple of M Night's <laughs> career at this point. Um, uh, He's I don't not know. in a good place. I don't know, man. It, it's weird because, like, I you know my introduction to M Night Shyamalan was probably similar to yours. Like back in the blockbuster video days, I remember uh, my parents renting Six Cents. I remember watching that for the first time. I yeah. remember watching Unbreakable. Six Sense is fucking amazing. And, like, realizing, oh, this is the guy that made that. And, yeah. like, I don't know. It's probably not the first time I heard that, but, like, I remember, like, thinking, like, oh, cool. Like, I like this guy. That guy, like, makes, he makes these stories that's so interesting. That's, that's so cool.
0: That is, you know, that's, I think you're onto something that, like, for our demographic, that might be, for me, too, one of the first directors that I actually like, um,
1: cause, well, How old were you? Like, eleven or twelve, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I know Steven Spielberg made a lot of movies, but he was like kind of older, you know. Like, yeah. This is more. I, this is like time. new. Yeah, like yeah. a new guy that was like making new cool things. That's true. And like Signs came out. Signs is good. I think we bought that on DVD when it came out. His um, first
0: several films, to me, are very good. Yeah. Um,
1: I really like The Sixth Sense. I think
0: that's one of the best. Um, I mean, what do you call that? I don't know that it's really horror. It's like a a thriller. thriller Yeah, yeah. But like that one is, um, that's a modern classic to me. Oh, for sure. Unbreakable, I think even aged better than maybe it was received at that time because it kind of precedes all this comic book stuff in a way that was actually like kind of tasteful and original and like you didn't
1: really know that's what it was, you know? Yeah, and it was before all the Marvel kind of movies exploding. It predates all that. Yeah.
0: Um so I mean he can make a great movie which is why it's always so disappointing when, when he, he he just gives you a dud.
1: And I I'll go show up to an M Night uh, Shyamalan movie. Yeah. This one I didn't watch the trailer before. I didn't I didn't look at the poster until I bought the ticket. Like yeah. I didn't want to really know anything cuz I was afraid that you know it's the horrible. internet backlash is going to be like, oh this movie sucks just everything makes this shit yeah so I really went like out of my way to avoid any sort of knowledge of anything about this movie I didn't know the plot I didn't know sometimes
0: anything. I think that's best
1: but man I don't know didn't it add just up. it's not as bad so I mean let's kind of get the elephant uh, in the room out of the way I mean M Night Shyamalan's done some horrible horrible shit yeah um. That, some of the worst. Yeah, like literally, Avatar is like one of the, the worst. the last Airbender. Yeah, that's one of the worst movies ever. Yes, that After Earth movie with Will Smith and his son that was fucking trash. That uh, Devil movie where they're Didn't in like even an see elevator. Some of these, yeah, it's, garbage.
0: It's it is really. I mean, it happens in music too. It happens just in art in general, I guess. But it's always fascinating to me to see someone who can perform at such a high level for one part of their career, mm-hmm. for several films in a row, and then just all of a sudden just get into it like a, it's like a... Like a slump. Drought. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like a, a batting, you know, it's like a batting champion who just steps up and one day and just can't fucking connect anymore. Yeah. And, like, he's done that for a few films. I felt like he was back a little bit with Split.
1: With The Visit. The Visit was pretty good, too. I need to see The Visit. I heard and, that that uh, was pretty good. But Split was good. See, so he
0: did those two in a row... <laughs> and then he does two duds just after he does glass, which I've just heard was bad and I yeah. just was too disappointed in hearing that to like check it out. But old man, this one fell flat for me.
1: So you might have cracked his code though. He can only do two good movies back to back and then Yeah, he steps in. He has to do five bad ones in a row and then two yeah, good step ones. Step back out. So uh we're two bad movies in, maybe another three after that until we get like he, a... <laughs> he will reward our uh our persistence. I mean, but the
0: cast here is pretty strong. He
1: yeah. has uh, how do you, uh,
0: Garcia Bernal. This guy, he played um, Che in the Motorcycle Diaries. He's uh, been in a he's been in a yeah. bunch of stuff. Um, Vicky Creeps. I don't know how you, <laughs> Vicky Creeps. I, I don't is. I don't know Creeps? exactly how you say that. Um, she plays uh, the mother in this film. Garcia Bernal plays the father in this family, but she's from the Phantom Thread, or not the Phantom Thread, but just Phantom Thread, this other, uh... That's a, um... Oh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie, and it stars Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis, right? yeah. So these, I mean, strong cast, all that to say, strong cast. Alex
1: Wolfe, he's from Hereditary. Ken he, Long is from uh, Lost. He's and Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah, he's Hell been around. Yeah. Even Gustav uh, I've seen Hammerstein, Hammerstein, he's and then, been
0: around. And then, man, the secondary cast falls flat for me. But he he does have some strong kind of, you can tell that there's some talented people involved. It just never really resonated. It never really connected for me. And you know, I was talking to a client of mine uh, who loves movies too, and I I respect their opinion a lot. And they, uh, they, they, the the people she in- saw the film with really enjoyed it. And I was like, man, like it just didn't land for me. Like maybe it was because we're in the theater and us four as a group were all kind of like. There were certain times where I was just like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And maybe that is enhanced by the fact that you're with other people who have a, a similar viewpoint. Maybe if I had seen it with someone who was actually into it, it w- would have made me more into it, but I, I just don't know. I don't know, though. So, I just don't know.
1: Uh, it's it's going to be really hard to spoil, I mean, to review don't this one without anything, a spoiler. Yeah. It's hard to even go through the plot of something like this without doing any spoilers. I think we can set it up in a way like, you can do the premise. About the tr- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, so old is about a family. Uh, a family who wins like a sweepstake kind of thing to go on some it's some unclear. vacation. Are they here about some vacation? They're on vacation. Okay. I guess they don't pay for it, resort, or they do pay for it. A so yeah, they they somehow it, they are notified of this like resort hotel in some country. It doesn't really. I don't think it ever tells us where. And uh, so they go this kind of all-inclusive uh, kind of getaway beach resort thing. Yes. And uh, p- pretty soon after they get there, uh, they're brought to like a secluded beach. There's a secret beach that a few of the the like locals know.
0: have been what they've been um, let in on this secret that like yeah, oh yeah. it's but it's just a couple of couples you know it's right maybe six right. or seven people something like that right.
1: Yeah, and so um, M. Night Shyamalan drops them off at the beach. Actual M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, they are,
0: uh, I don't know. Soon after, they're they're starting to notice some changes. Yeah. And we get the idea, even in just the trailer, that they're going to be aging
1: rapidly. Yeah, it's some sort of... uh, Natu- uh, uh, natural, natural occurring, yeah, phenomenon that that ages them rapidly.
0: And and we can, I want to maybe we can eventually kind of get to a spoiler alert moment, but for the immediate, some of the things that just fell flat for me was
1: the premise.
0: Yeah, and just to me, the the best part of this movie by far was the kids.
1: Yeah, the the kid actors were the best actors, in
0: and movie. and they don't even you know they don't even show up on the um, Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. But the the children in the film were very well cast, very endearing, and right away were funny, charismatic, the performances were strong, Yeah. and I was pulled in. And then within 10 or 15 minutes, we're basically aged out of those characters based on the plot points, you know? Right, right. So he took and he kind of killed the best part of the movie within maybe 15 or 20 minutes to me. And then from <laughs> there on out, it was all downhill from there. But he had certain things. He had, right? I mean, like, he had certain things that were working initially and did really pull me in. But as these characters who you've kind of become attached to, even just initially, grow, my attachment to them did not grow. It it, it, it went almost like like I was withdrawing (laughs) from the characters. (laughs) I was just like, all the actions in this place are happening very quickly. Like, they're aging in a way that's that's very rapid, like exponential aging, you know? But that doesn't give us much time to really like absorb the weight of what's happening or how fast yeah. they're aging
1: or what does any, you know, just, I don't know, man. It just, it never uh, got there for me. To me, it's it's really, I mean, the to me the problem boiled down to like the writing and the plot and I just think about M. Night Shyamalan with his, like, book of ideas because he writes his own movies. Right. And him just going to the studio, whoever produced this, and just be like, I got one about people that go to a beach that ages you. <laughs> you know, after he's done, like, ten other ideas. Basically, it's
0: the same as the submarine episode of X-Files.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. And them, On a beach, though. And then Universal going Pictures like, is
0: like, green light, here's $18 million. 18,
1: yeah, we'll give you, like, a... 18 million, that's not that much. So you could get like go, maybe go one or two famous night. people and one location and make it work. Yeah. You know, like I feel like even the studio didn't give this one a, a lot of they don't put hope, a lot of stock they in were just like, anymore. Yeah, and which is which is sad because he has done some some great stuff, right? And he's had some notable actors. He's had like Joaquin Phoenix and Mel Gibson yeah. and movies, Samuel Bruce Jackson, Willis. yeah. He's had, like, some, some really, like, star-studded cast. Yeah. This is, like... Dude, Paul Giamatti's in one of his movies. This guy's, like, a yeah. fucking real actor, you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, it's just, to me, it seems like he's grasping at straws. He's like, what if we made a mage pet? You know, like, it. it's just kind of... Yeah. I feel like this is, like, the remnants uh, are, like, you know... The last what, what was left both. on the cutting board of, uh, uh, you know, these better ideas that he's had in the past.
0: That's interesting, too, because one thing that... And also just the execution of this idea could have been so much better. Like, we'll get to the idea where, where you do kind of have to spoil a few things to really get to the idea of the movie. But even the execution of it, the photography for me, was another, like... It's kind of goofy, huh? Really, all the... There's like this forced foreground stuff where they'll put something like really super close and up front and present in the frame, and then something further back. And yeah. I think it's to show like separation or you know, like he's trying to highlight something, but it's just like, dude, you're doing this so much and it's so cheesy looking. It's not like, like Hitchcock will do some of that stuff where you'll see someone in the front of the frame, like, and then in, in, in the back you'll see like a different kind of an image, you know? Right. But this but was that's like purposeful this and is masterful, like... and this was like just. Goofy. Yeah, and just they would, he would do like pan stuff where he would just, you know, show you a circle of the beach, but then nothing, there would be nothing happened in the right. story or the narrative like based on that Usually that shot.
1: pan would be for a very specific reason. Yes. And when you get back to the point where you started at, there's some, something drastic changes yeah. and it grabs your attention. Oh, my God. Or I something
0: happened along the path of the camera that you're like, oh, shit, what was that? Right, like nothing, right. Nothing
1: there. Yeah, for, for a movie, you know... And he should honestly, he should know better. Yeah, by now. he does know better, right? He's made so better movies. So for than someone this. that's done like some some kind of classics in the uh, yeah. suspense thriller kinda, horror lane, genre, right regions, he should he should know how to like frame a sequence, yeah, and how to like draw your interest and kind of uh, tease at it, some kind of mystery to keep you lingering. I I kept the entire time I was watching this I was like well you know where could they possibly even go end up but not in an interesting way just like this is about as far as this idea gets (laughs) and that's about 30 minutes into the movie (laughs) yeah yeah I was just like well that's done you know like what what else could you really even do and then finally at the end when they try to do more of a a twist or kind of build part of the idea. Awful. out. it's just, just like goofy. this is like really grasping at straws. Here. right, right. And it's I don't, I don't know, I just I couldn't get into this one at all. I agree, man. I, maybe I some people like it, but no, I just I just really I'm didn't aware connect. of some
0: people that 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 liked it who whose opinion um I respect. and it was just I think it it sometimes is about expectations. And what was interesting is they didn't know it as an M. Night Shyamalan film. They know his oh. work, but they didn't know that, like, they didn't see this him was in his it? film specifically. I don't know that they know.
1: Maybe they just, like... They're, ca- like,
0: casual fans, you know, okay, of okay. his stuff. Like, where we're as more actual fans of some of his movies, you know? Right, we know so, like, what he looks like. And, and maybe the expectation does have something to do with it, but I
1: just... Even just sure seeing does, this as a standalone
0: it, movie, there's so many things that were just not quite right. The photography... Yeah. Because if this
1: wasn't M. Night Shyamalan, this would have been a straight to Hulu or Netflix, like, Blumhouse. Like, you know, Blumhouse has, like, different layers, and they have, like, the Blum video or whatever. It's, like, the lowest (laughs) level of Blumhouse. It would have been like that, you know, just, like, direct-to-streaming kind of Blumhouse thing.
0: Another thing that that stuck out to me was that there were – and he always is – he's very good about this. He knows how to – give you an image he what he knows best is how to frame a disturbing image and give you a certain level of like suspense right and he does that a couple times there's a there's a sequence in here where Garcia Bernal uh the father character he he's aged to the extent now that his vision's like no good so all we see the camera from his perspective which is like this blurred out of focus yeah frame and we see this guy in the distance who we know has like This guy has mental health issues. Right. And And age has only fucking turned, you know, he's like really far gone. He's not had any medicine or anything. And he starts crawling toward uh, the father character. And we just see this out of focus kind of gradually coming into focus. This like disturbing image. All that happens over, it sounds so exciting when when I'm talking about it, but like all that happens over maybe 15 or 30 seconds and then it's over. Yeah. and like he, he just peppers in a couple of those sequences that remind you like why you came to see the movie in the first place but he never capitalizes on those moments and it's just they're way too few and far between and then he just puts too much goofy shit in there there's a sequence where that calcium deficient woman breaks oh, all of her bones there's just some really goofy shit in there where I didn't know yeah. if I was supposed to be laughing like I didn't know if it was supposed to be funny like the tone of it was so jumbled it's like is it supposed to be funny at times? mid-sized sedan this rapper oh, character yeah. like it's, it has a sense of humor but it just it's like it wasn't funny enough for me to enjoy that way and it wasn't scary enough for me to enjoy that way it wasn't uh suspenseful enough for me to enjoy like that it just it it Yeah did add up. it
1: kind of didn't really hit any of those marks for me and it it is funny, especially that character, because they, they introduce him, so matter of fact, like, oh my god, he's famous. That's mid Sedan. That's mid-sized Sedan, and automatically you just want to laugh, like, what the fuck? And like,
0: his only line is like, damn.
1: Yeah. and it,
0: That was fucked up, too, was like that they, they have characters in there who have something to do or could move the plot forward, but yeah. they just, like, they kind of treated him just like as a... He just seemed kind of like like a... Like a stepping throw stone. Throwaway. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, y- you have a couple little, you know, things here, but you're just not choosing to, like, use them, you know? Yeah, I didn't hit the marks, man.
1: Man, overall, like... How would you even rate something like this? I don't know. That's what, what I was trying to think. Like, um, after... so not af- the worst movie I've ever seen? No, no, not even the worst of his movies, because... I mean, After Earth is total trash. I had to see that. And, uh, dude, it's fucking awful. And I saw that one in the theater because it got really bad reviews. So I was like, <laughs> you know, I got to check it out. But so we were kind of talking when when we left the theater, we were hanging out like outside for a little bit. And we were talking about The Happening because like yes. I remember The Happening being like trash because same awful. thing. I saw that in the theater one time. We had certain and expectations of it. Yeah, that was when it came trailer. out, and I was like, man, fuck this dumbass movie. Well, Great images in that one, too, the right. people killing so themselves in all these different ways. I went back and watched The Happening the night Way after better. we watched this, and The Happening now, after being in a pandemic for the past uh, year and a half, actually kind of resonated a little bit more with me. And like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg is kind of like, yeah, yeah. And so some of that like now like worked a lot better Better. than it did back then. Mm. And uh, it's kind of like this global phenomenon thing. Nobody understands, but everybody's panicked and we have to move all the time and no one knows what's going on. It kind of was like, oh, well, shit, this kind of, you know, a, a little bit more relatable now than it was in like 2009 or whenever it came out. Um, that's so interesting, man. This movie, I guess was was so unlikable to me that I like looked back on lesser A M Night Shyamalan movies and was like, "Damn, that like made these that, ideas <laughs> that, <laughs> that I didn't like originally <laughs> made
0: that bad movie look right, way Right. Actually yeah. look
1: a little bit better in comparison. This one just like wasn't very enjoyable to me. Like yeah. I know I would never watch it again. Something about the happening is almost fun too, because Mark Wahlberg's performance is so like bizarre and yeah, it is, and I guess the context of the movie is it like reaches a certain threshold of like it almost. I feel like the
0: tone is very muddled in that one as well, but it's l- it is it's yeah. almost more funny than this one in a certain way because it's just kind of Mark Wahlberg's just so far out. But
1: the horror's more dialed in too because yes, people yeah. are like acting a lot more stra- like yeah. uh,
0: death scenes and the sequences are actually kind of scary. Versus there's no there's no real fear factor in this one at all.
1: Yeah, and it, I don't know. This one's more creepy, but in a way different way. Like uh, I this don't one, don't. yeah, this cre- didn't have a
0: creepy value to me at all. There was nothing about this that felt scary. I was never afraid.
1: That's what I mean. It was like creepy in a different way. Like the subject matter's creepy, kind of and like the, they're aging like kid characters yeah, but mentally they're like kids so they're talking like kids as but then like they're grown like adults and stuff yeah it was, uh, there weird. was some shit though i was like i don't i don't like this the at baby all. sequence i hate yeah, it yeah that was a, it, that was a terrible idea i don't know so, how that got greenlit but
0: I, you know i i want to cross a cer- certain point because i think some of the the actual Way that the narrative unfolds really mattered to me as far as like my ability to review it. So spoilers for this point on, like old. if you haven't seen the movie, I would say maybe just skip this one. But basically the big reveal is that this island or this beach, um has this natural rock formation that surrounds the water that is aging all the atoms or you know, of the people inside or you know, there's some kind of scientific basis for how this is um, aging more rapidly, or time is passing more quickly inside of this rock formation.
1: Right, I think it ages their cells faster Cells, some, that's what it is, somehow. yeah. It,
0: age, it, it ages all their cells w- much faster than normal life, like to where a day on the beach is like 20 yeah. years of your life or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so, there's things that are happening as a result of that, and I'll I will say that he did have a lot of little links in there. Like, you could tell that he thought about, how could I justify this? And, oh, if you slice them, it heals automatically. And we kept thinking, like, what the fuck? But, oh, it's like, oh, it's happening. You know, that might be a day or five days at a time just in a minute. So they're healing really quickly, whatever. There's a lot of attention to detail paid there in certain ways. But overall, basically. In, like,
1: the wrong ways.
0: Basically, you know, the time on this beach is sped up and the whole fucking reveal is that there's a pharmaceutical company yeah. that is testing drugs on these subjects where normally the trials would take years right they can we test are doing it in like in a, a day, day.
1: and it, it's just just that as a thought they own the result resort almost like how the mob owns a a pizza restaurant as a front or yes. something and in the back they
0: run a a beautiful resort, and they have people who actually just come there to stay, but then they also have these people they solicit specifically. in the back
1: rooms, they have a <laughs> full out fucking science lab oh my with God. D- all kind of doctors uh I don't know where they stay at the resort, but all kinds of doctors oh. and scientists that are testing um and today,
0: we made history. they're yeah. like at the end, they're like, and we, now we know. We've cured diabetes or whatever, you know? Yeah, and like, they,
1: no, they cured epilepsy. Epilepsy, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, in the movie. And because they contested on a lady <laughs> that is going to age. Oh, 40 no, she had years. seizures. And There was a certain woman that they sought out specifically mm-hmm.
0: because she had seizures. That's what I mean. It's like, there is, it all kind of. does come together in a certain way and he puts a little bit of thread in there but overall I think you're right that it's just not entertaining or enjoyable you know
1: yeah this would be like a Bland episode of uh, the X-Files Twilight Zone or, or yeah, something like that. Where it give it, me thirty minutes. It wouldn't even be that great of an episode. It would yeah. just be like a filler and season yes. six of Between <laughs> the
0: narrative moving <laughs> forward, there's like the creature of the week episode. Yeah, That's like this would this be is, that one. You know, What of like,
1: what what kind of rating yeah, yeah, yeah. could you even give this?
0: Let's be done with this. um would would <laughs> I might even go so far as a as a one point five.
1: That's what I was thinking. So I'm
0: thinking maybe like a one point five. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen at all by any stretch. It wasn't good, though,
1: at all. Yeah, I was I was thinking that exact same number in my head. Um, the idea is mildly interesting. The execution is not great. Um, I, man, even the acting to me is like really hit or miss. Yeah. Um, and some of these actors I like, too, which is kind of like the the kid Alex Wolf, Like you know, he's kind of up and comer. Yeah. Uh, Ken, I mean, he's, he's yeah, doing his best. Ken know? Long from uh, Eliza Scanlon. Yeah.
0: She this girl's been in a bunch of stuff. She was in an HBO show I really liked, but yeah, the casting even for the those transition periods was was okay, but it just. They did not uh It's all serve in service of
1: what, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like we've done this song and dance with <laughs> M Knight uh <laughs> a few times and, and while I still am going to respect him as a director. <laughs> And I'll probably go see whatever he pumps out next. next. Yeah, me too. I always kind of in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I'm, it I'm, might be trash, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And
0: what's, what's wild is that, yeah, every now and again, he will pepper in a,
1: a good movie. Well, that's what I mean. And I, I got to respect no the telling. guy for trying. You know, I've never made a fucking movie. Like, yes. Yeah. You know, he he's a, he's and doing he's his thing. he's still doing some, like
0: he's still, like the photography in this movie is very different than some of his other movies, which are framed like more like a traditional, you know, film. Yeah. Like this, it's like he's still trying stuff. This one definitely didn't land for me, though. I yeah. would say just skip this one, maybe. If you're a big fan of M. Night, why not? I like, am a
1: fan of his, and yeah. that, I guess that's what makes it so hard. So I'm sorry, M. Night, I would give it a 1.5.
0: Yeah, maybe I'd go higher if I would ha- didn't have expectations. Um, Let's, let's jump into gr- The Green Knight. This is... Wow, A24. on the on the totally different <laughs> end of the this
1: spectrum from uh, old. <laughs> Just such <Man>. an abrupt. <laughs> like, now than we're going into a, a really surreal, cerebral, fucking yes. uh, art house film,
0: which I actually really enjoyed. I, I definitely liked it. I don't know that I completely understood it. Yeah, but I think I that's like kind of the
1: point. I think a lot of these types of movies are are, are set like that. A challenge, right? It's very, um, yeah. So straight off the bat, this movie is very visually appealing. Like, yeah, they, ve- like right away.
0: Yeah, so uh, um, I think the production value of this movie just off top was excellent. super high. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, they they really did a. Uh, Transport us into a time, and I, like we were talking in the movie, where you were like, You know, I just don't really care for like the night or even like Lord of the Rings. That kind of like,
1: yeah, it's not my favorite,
0: that period. But this movie did a good job, and I think it's served by the fact that it's a bit more abstract because it's not just a completely straightforward of narr- straight, uh, forward narrative. It did feel a little bit like folklore, but where you're kind of having to mentally, um, Involve yourself to the extent that, like, when a fox starts speaking or when you see a giant on screen for the first time, it's, like, these things that um, aren't set up, but they're just... You just kind of, like, give in to you this accept, greater right. idea that's that this is not going to all be completely... It's like
1: the Odyssey or something. Yeah, we're it's, not it's in our world. We're in another world. right? And
0: you accept the rules of that world, which I think... That actually served the movie for me. What and I think um, it works with the, framing like the of
1: that. with the, yeah with the framing and with like the little scrolls too. That's kind of like chapters or sections. Yes. It's like you're reading a old folktale or yeah. something. But they yeah, executed that well. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, man, I, I the cinematography to me yep. is really what stands All the
0: photography, out. Photography, the color balancing. The, yes, yes. The fog, the locations,
1: even the costume design because yep. it's. A lot of times, when you watch something that's set in a different time than now, you can tell they cheap out on like it's eighties, so they have perm. You know, like they don't they don't really like put that much right. thought into right, like right, the right. costume design. But this the one details there. you could tell they were making their own. Like co- it looked like really really professional.
0: Dude, what about the Green Knight? Uh, just as a character, this kind of like woodland creature.
1: Yeah, that was Almost reminds
0: cool. me of something like...
1: like a Lord of the Rings ish a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
0: also almost like Guillermo del Toro kind of like... Yeah, I could see that. Creature design where it feels like a person in a suit versus some something that's just purely CGI. I think that's also a way of like kind of cheapening the value of something where it really did feel like we're in these beautiful open unfucked with nature spaces just huge shots and like even the castles and stuff yeah. appeared to have some weight and some density to them the sets you Um You're it not, just, the, and it just k- right away it really pulled me in beyond my ability to understand the movie which is more limited like it did pull me into the world of the movie which I did enjoy
1: Right, and I guess straight off the bat, you know, to be 100% honest, I think we read Gowan uh, and the Green, Knight, yeah, Sir Gowen um, Gowen in the Green Knight, maybe in high senior school. Year, yeah, something like that. I wasn't paying attention to a lot of things senior year of high school, so well, I... My
0: memory is definitely a little spotty. Yeah, that
1: especially, especially that time period. Um, I don't remember anything about the fucking story, <laughs> except there's a Green Knight in it. Yeah, um, but I don't this know is that
0: I remember a uh, a ton either.
1: I remember nothing. It's a short story
0: though. That was what was yeah. interesting to me. I know that it was a short story. It's not like the Iliad or the Odyssey where it's like more of a right fucking, lengthy. Yeah, um, so I feel like they did take some liberty with some of this stuff, and which is on which it is
1: kind of cool, it, you know. They chose a story that you could easily do in like what, like a two-hour runtime. It's two hours, and um, kind of beefed up? it up with like these really, really uh, strong performances. Yeah, and like the cinematic, yeah, imagery. Um,
0: how do you, how would you set something like this up?
1: Okay, uh, I think I could do it. I'm, if I tried my hardest, <laughs> I might be able to. So uh, yeah, a modern day retelling of uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, um, basically. Uh, Gowan, right, is the nephew of the king of whatever village they are in, and, um, it, right? He's the nephew, or...
0: I got the... I mean, they don't say this, right, but I got the impression that that was, like, Arthur? King Arthur, it's, it's is it It's, like, not? really similar. It seems like it's implied because they do talk about the sword and the stone in the beginning of the film, you uh, know? Do they? In the very beginning of the is film, this, is this part like, of the same? God, am I fucking brain
1: dead? Is this part of the same? Uh, I thought
0: that was King Arthur. They also have a pretty round table in <laughs> that area, but God it damn. felt like King. I know that that's a part of. Is King
1: Arthur a series? Well, Jesus uh, Christ, uh, my mom's an English teacher. I, what I hope do, she doesn't. What I know for a this.
0: fact is at the beginning of the film when when the king. With the image of him on fire or whatever, yeah, they preface that by saying this is not the story of the man who pulled the sword from the stone, but of another, uh, like knight from a similar time or something like that. That's okay. how they frame that very introductory sequence. I, I guess I don't know if that's supposed to be King Arthur, but Dev Patel, who you're talking about, plays Sir Gawain, and then uh, okay. he's the nephew S- of this king. Character.
1: Of this king, right? That might not may be May or Arthur. may not be. <laughs> he's he's some king. Merlin is not in this. But anyway, so yeah, he's nephew of the king, and his mom is a witch, uh, right? And she she's is like a, yeah. She They they call her a witch at part of the movie. Yeah. This is the, God, this is the worst synopsis ever. Uh, okay, so.
0: No, he <laughs> it is King Arthur. It is fucking King Arthur. Wow. I knew it. Okay. I mean, that's right. a part of Gawain's story. Yeah,
1: okay, so an elderly King Arthur basically has a nephew, Gawain. Uh, his m- mom, who's a witch, kind of like summons the Green Knight uh, to come to the Round Table, and the Green Knight basically challenges any knight to uh, to, uh, to like, like a, step a fight. Step up or, yeah, to step him. up, and all the knights back down, and Gowan, who has longed for some adventure in his life, steps up, and he beheads the Green Knight. Uh, the Green Knight then puts his head back on and tells him one year from now... I will return the blow. Right, but you have to come to the Green... Me, me. yeah. Yeah, you have to find my Green Castle. My, and the chapel, so, yeah, yeah. Green Chapel. And so uh, a year later, after whoremongering and uh, drinking, <laughs> the, yeah. uh, brotheling and drinking... um
0: He's a wealthy-to-do... um uh, Nephew of the king. Of the
1: king, yeah. He's got lots of gold. So uh, I guess he squanders his one year away, and he has to go face the Green Knight. The
0: the year passes quickly in the film, too. Yeah, Yeah,
1: like one scene scene later. Yeah. uh, He gets on his his trusty horse, and he rides out to the Green Chapel to face the The Green Knight. Knight.
0: Man, I did... Now that... You're just kind of summing it up. I'm thinking about a lot of the That's parts like that I took a long time to
1: sum that up, too. No, but
0: I'm thinking about a lot of the parts that I really liked about it.
1: The journey is the story. And I feel like the, the images
0: internal. mean more than what they are immediately presented for. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that the Green Knight challenges and says, you know, who will kind of challenge me and will you allow me to return the blow one year on. Basically, whatever you do to me will be done to you. Right. And then the Green Knight, though, who's symbolized as this, like, tree character, yeah, basically offers their neck to Gawain, and Gawain executes them only to find out that they're not actually gone at all, but that, like...
1: Yeah, he's kind of trying to flex in front of the the circle, right? The Well, the... that's
0: the other thing that I wanted to talk about is, like, Arthur, or the king in this narrative, you know, speaks to him in the beginning of the film. They're like, Gawain, come here. He's like, you know, I don't have a place next to you. That's not, like, where I belong. And he's like, well, your mother's not here today. My sister, like, I don't even know you. I want to know you. Tell me a story about you so that I would know you. And he's like, I have no stories to tell. And then this, I think, it's, like, supposed to be his, obviously, it's supposed to be his story. Um... But when he executes this kind of, uh, I thought it was interesting that the the character that he does execute has it's not a challenge, it's not an actual battle. You know, he right. he, he, he surrenders he himself. Lets himself yeah. He executes him without a thought, and then it's later the real challenge comes because he said he has outlined. I guess he thought I'll execute him. Of course, he can't return the blow. Because, uh, yeah, he'll then be gone. And I'll have a story and to then, tell. Yeah, exactly. I'll be able to say, like, oh, I took out this. But in reality, all that was kind of a way to lure him into this idea that, like, oh, you could execute me. But in the Green Knight... You know, logic of the... <laughs> the Green Knight re- gets its head back. And then a year later, it's like, what's going to happen to
1: him? Yeah, man... There was a lot of this movie I actually really liked, and uh, I know it's gonna sound goofy, but some of it reminded me of uh, like the Princess Bride or something. You okay. know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like a, this fable. It, it, fable it literally is one, yeah, like yeah, kind of folktale adventure. Yeah. Everything is like really heightened, it's Every- symbolic. But there are like you were talking about earlier the locations, and there was a few different times during the movie where I'm like, man, they shot this somewhere Somewhere on earth where like there's not an industrialized untouched
0: beautiful land
1: yeah and we live in the fourth largest city in the u.s so i'm i'm probably a little jaded and used to seeing (laughs) big fucking buildings all the time we both live downtown too Mm -hmm. so like seeing uh, countryside and what looks to be like actual sets of like Mountains, Um, beautiful mountains. Yeah, but like like castles castles. and, uh, yeah, broken down old castles and old like homes and, and and, uh, like the chapel at the end. I'm like, wow, this is like real sets. Like they went in the woods and built a set. This is like, I don't know, it's just refreshing to see that in 2021. Like you never see that anymore.
0: This was a big production, but not in the way that something like Braveheart is. It was like, yeah, it's more.
1: The, sco- the story scaled back, but it kind of lets it have some room to breathe, like and it, conceptually yeah. and with the imagery.
0: There's a lot of images present, and I think I was super long-winded before in that in in that kind of sequence where Gawain does this thing with the Green Knight initially. But all that to say that like every little image in the movie seemed to have. A purpose. And weight beyond, like, what you're immediately seeing. It's like, well, what does that mean that, like, he just surrendered himself and that he looks like a tree? Yeah. And then in the next few sequences, you see, like, trees burned down or, or whole fields leveled and stuff like that. There was just a lot of stuff going on underneath the surface in a way that something like Braveheart's just, like, you see the sequences, you know the narrative. It's very... Everything's surface level. It's very literal. This is more like you see a giant and it speaks or sings or something, and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, or like the yeah, wolf speaks. Yeah, man, that part was
1: cool. That was not the fucking... wolf, the fox speaks. Yeah, you the know, fox. There's
0: A lot of su- almost uh, not supernatural, but otherworldly elements. Yeah,
1: you know? and then you're wondering, is he is he getting tricked? He's sly as a fox. He's following a random fox around the woods, and man. um even just like the secondary it's almost sort of like a shrek story or something you know <laughs> where like he meets all, he's got to do a thing and he meets all these characters along the way there's a lot of you know similar Side stories it's kind of a it's right, like, right 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 yeah, yeah. this story's kind of been told and maybe no, maybe no, this sure. is the original one of the original because i know it's a, a really really old fable or uh, folktale or whatever yeah I really hope my mom's not listening because she's an English (laughs) teacher. She's going to be so disappointed with me. Uh, But anyway, um, I know this is a super old story, obviously, and it it probably did inspire some of the more modern uh, things that I'm referencing. But I like that kind of that setup, right, of you have to go do thing. Along the way, you're going to meet people, and they – don't tell you about the thing they're telling you about yourself and you learn a little bit more about yourself along the way with each person you meet the headless ghost lady yeah, and yeah. The, the other king that has the a,
0: challenges that he faces in these right. circumstances kind of um, it's
1: just the classic it's the classic like hero's tale yeah. I think that's what it is Sort of like hero's uh, journey. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know, in a lot of ways, stuff uh, even as like new as as Star Wars, that's like a retelling totally. of this thing. Same like, oh, shit. Luke Skywalker has to fight Darth Vader, but along the way, he has to meet Yoda, and yes, it's all it all comes back to this. I know this this is like the origin kind of point of that hero's journey thing. Yeah, yeah. but um, this is a really cool take on it. Like, uh, I I thought there was a lot of almost like. Almost psychedelic imagery where they 1000%. would backlight something with like green or red, like really the harsh lighting contrast. Like it looked really cool, very um, visually
0: stimulating. Some definitely of the, psychedelic at times. I
1: yeah, think. even like s- the the part where he like dives into the little lake and it kind of was a mushroom sequence. Tra- <laughs> yeah, transitions to like space and like stars. There's a yes. mushroom sequence. Yes. There's all kind of. Um, I don't know. I think there's a there's a lot there. Yeah, and I and think a lot even unpack. a second viewing of something like this, I could probably Worth appreciate it. more than what I did originally. Uh, I think there's oftentimes in a movie, there's a lot going on, especially with the first viewing. Yes. I don't always catch everything, right? Especially if I'm at the theater and I'm like kind of- In the moment. Know, right, right, right. But uh, th- both thematically and with uh, like the visuals, there's a lot going on, For right? For sure. I would say, you know, this would warrant a second, third, fourth viewing, whatever. And I could see, I could definitely see myself, like, revisiting this one.
0: I'll definitely watch it
1: again. Whereas in old, I will. I will not, yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, I do think that, like you said, there's these images throughout. They're so strong that it was, those were greater than my ability initially to, understand their like depth but that really just kind of pulled me in it didn't turn me off you know at all actually like I would see this movie again and I could see where if I'm just saying like man I didn't fully understand a lot of those images like I I enjoyed seeing it some people might be like well was it even that great but I do think it's that good it's just it might be one of those movies. It's like some of your favorite albums. The very first time you listen to it, you might be like, "Man, like, so that's interesting." But like, I don't know about all this. And then you yeah, sh- what it, to it what does it mean? Like, or, what? Yeah. Or maybe you don't even love all the notes right away. But maybe like the third, fourth, fifth time you see it, you're like, "Fuck, this is like a masterpiece." You know? Yeah. I think there's a lot to unpack here beyond just the um, initial. You know, like you're saying, you could watch this a couple times and, and probably get more out of it. You know?
1: Yeah, I think it's just a lot smarter of a movie than a lot of other <laughs> movies that
0: we've seen especially recently or
1: another movie we're reviewing the same <laughs> episode but you know it, it, it is funny though cause you know we were kind of joking whenever we got in the theater cause I bought my ticket uh, so AMC A-list is back we're back boom I guess I automatically got signed back up and charged my credit card a while back and I didn't realize or my uh, debit card or whatever so I go to buy my ticket, I'm like, zero dollars, hell yeah. And I'm like, man, only one other loser is going to see this movie. <laughs> that was me. and I didn't realize that you hadn't bought your ticket left. So we were the only two people again in this theater. How uh, is that? Which is cool. Man, you know well, I come I, full circle. For a <laughs> while for a while
0: we were going to before COVID we were going to see movies, it was just us two in the theater. Then COVID happened, and then it was just us two in theater because no... One could but really that's for movies.
1: blockbusters, for, like, bigger movies. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And now
1: we're back to, we're, like, the... Back to the artsy films the no one wants to see. The <laughs> hero of
0: the current movie release schedule, and But this movie us.
1: was so much better than the M. M. Night Shyamalan just... Garbage that 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 we were served on a platter. <laughs> and it's like, man, there's some depth here. The acting was great. Uh really good. Dev uh, Patel fucking yeah.
0: absolutely incredible performance. Dialed. Uh, Actually, I want to read this one this one review here that I was just passing up. Um, this. While the Green Knight will disappoint those seeking bids big screen adventure. Its mesmerizing oddness ensures it won't soon be forgotten. So that, to me, it kind of it does sum up. And then another uh, critique here compares it to like a fever dream, but they say that Dev Patel's performance is so good that it elevates it, you know, beyond just the imagery. Because the images alone, to me, are good enough to where I would watch them again, just because the filming is so beautiful and like the score is awesome, all the performances the casting, it just looks really good, but beyond just the images, I think there is um, some, something thematic happening there.
1: Oh, there's a lot thematic happening. But the
0: oddness of it, the singularity of some of these images, I just hadn't seen in this way before, so this one definitely gonna get recommended uh, for me.
1: I think so too, I, I think that's definitely safe to say we're gonna both give it a positive review, but man, Okay, you know, I I like to dive into, like, the more weird uh, kind of like sci-fi and horror things like that and originally when I saw this trailer I was like oh this looks fucking crazy yeah. and it's A24 everything that makes good they so. don't
0: show you much in that trailer either
1: right so I'm thinking like oh this is gonna be wild like I wasn't even thinking of King Arthur or uh, uh, Sir Gawain like, yeah and the Green Knight you know I that was like the last thing I was thinking I of I didn't think of it either how and, the fuck did it yeah.
0: it's like we totally read that story We bar- we
1: barely passed high school y'all uh, I at least me. <laughs> I graduated
0: uh, uh, six 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 out of our class. <laughs> Did you yes, really? I was so I was seven I
1: something. <laughs> I, we were not trying at we all. We weren't
0: top of the class, y'all.
1: Spent <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time watching movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, ding ding ding. <laughs> so um originally when i saw the trailer i'm like looks cool i'll watch you know yeah. um but kind of diving in deeper you know i, wa- I watch a lot of crazy shit just because it looks cool mm-hmm. a lot of it's just kind of what background noise it's kind of whatever yeah. oh looks neat. i'll put imaging. it on at a party and while you know while i'm hanging out yes this is a movie that like i was drawn to the entire time there was no point in time where i was bored it was enthralling. The it cinematography is great. Yeah, um, everything like the the way that all the shots were lit, uh, there's the set design, this the locations, everything was like really super dialed in.
0: The makeup on, dude, the green what you were, was what were
1: telling me because you did a little bit of uh, research into the the soundtrack, right? Yes. So this guy that I really look up to, um,
0: he's a uh, he's an engineer out of Austin, he mixed the uh, the score of this and he got to go to Skywalker Sound and Damn. I guess that's where they mixed the, the score for like Dolby or whatever we
1: hear in the theater. How crazy is it that George Lucas s- somehow is still inadvertently doing something like dude skywalker's ranch is that's 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 what i mean like maybe he's not running the ranch maybe he's just funny. no he has an
0: endearing legacy for sure
1: it is it is just nice to hear george lucas brought up in a in a good light every now and and then but uh, i'm sorry no no no.
0: like it, it it's I've been looking forward to this movie for as long, yeah, since we've seen the original trailer. But definitely seeing this guy who I look up to, his involvement in the score and stuff, that was awesome. And, man, they executed. Like, the movie sounds awesome, too. And the way that the music interacts and highlights the actions. Um, well, you were saying stuff it was, was all cut to tape well, originally? Yeah, so, well, I think he did two different mixes and this is just audio nerd stuff, but he—I think he did a mix for Dolby or or surround sound, which is what we were hearing, you know, in the theater tonight. But I think they are also going to do like maybe a vinyl run of this original soundtrack. Yeah. So they did an analog mix for that. Which is pretty strong. That. Yeah, analog it's... mix for that. But yeah, it sounds fantastic. Um, this guy Danny Reich—he did an excellent job with the the score mixing and stuff. Also the sound design, the vo- the vocal. Design for oh, yeah, for, for some Knight, of the characters, for... the Green Knight, the the fox. the fox, the giants.
1: The fox almost reminded me of uh, Frank Oz, like the Yoda uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. I, it almost kind of reminded me of that kind of style. It and... was
0: it was far out, but man, it really did pull pull me into that world. You know, something that I could compare it to is like I like a lot of or not not I would maybe not a lot, but I like Japanese animation. There is some stuff in that kind of work that I'm just blown away by it immediately pulls me in yeah. it breaks down that barrier it's a, I'm totally suspended in my disbelief like this I had this a similar experience where I was just pulled into that world and I was involved regardless of m- whether or not I fully understood it uh, right away yeah which is that, kind I, of a special thing I mean it's just it's an interesting trick they're doing over the course of
1: this movie you know like it's not something you see every time at all i think there's definitely going to be some people that go to this movie thinking that they're going to see some kind of lord of the rings more epic adventure, brave heart yeah. right right and, and they're probably going to be disappointed they're probably going to think like it's too heady or it's too artistic right 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 um, this is more symbolic a lot of symbolism yeah, a lot of imagery I love that kind of shit like to me it, it just resonates so much more more deeply and if it's Man, I'll see this again for yeah, sure. Yeah, if it's something that I'm almost grasping to understand, that shit sticks with me. Like, mm-hmm. this is the kind of movie that I'll be thinking of... Tomorrow. Right, and I'll be like, man, I think, you know... I like, gotta... I'll see
0: this with Danny, probably, you know? Right, just to see and,
1: and I, I, I think I got a good grasp on what's going on, but really, there's a lot of subtext, there's a lot of, like... The things ide- between the lines. Right, you know? right, and that's just good writing. I mean, that does go back to... To, to things I floor. looked over and, and and lit the cliff in- notes in high school. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is, this is this is probably a little more meat and potatoes than uh, <laughs> what I skimmed over originally. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But damn, maybe those teachers were trying to tell me that there was something to this uh, uh this style text. You know, this style of storytelling. Yeah, it's something that's been emulated. If it's a if it's a book that's from the what, fifteen or sixteen hundreds. I don't know when. Um and you know thematically we're seeing the same stuff kind of repeated in Star Wars we're seeing the same stuff kind of Lord repeated in like in Harry right, Potter in exactly. traditional
0: horror I mean traditional there's hero something stories. to
1: it and there's a reason why it's been remade over and over and over again there's a reason why something like this probably has some kind of play on Broadway or something you know it's a story
0: that's as old as time it's, yeah and it's it, it resonates with
1: people uh that th- but this is a really well done like modern Take, retelling with yeah. like uh, visuals that really draw you in. Yeah,
0: it's like sometimes uh there's this critical term like a visual feast. It's like that. It's like <laughs> there's a f- I'm mean, seriously, like all the images, the photography, the way that the shots are framed, the scale of the whole movie. um I think this is gonna be a contender. For what? Best picture? I think it's going to be a contender in a lot of different. Arenas. I think it'll get nominated. I, I, I in, think for uh, make um, for potentially for makeup for the work that they did on the Green Knight himself. I think maybe wardrobe. Um, yeah, I could see wardrobe. I could see a lot of the technical stuff I could too. See cinematography. Even the score potentially. Like there's, there, I just see this movie as a uh, operating at a very high um, quality. I would give definitely recommend this i will see it again for me that's where it crosses over to like 3.5 at least is when I it's like okay i'll see this again i would say this is this is four four on first viewing and i might even go as far as four and a half because I, I i will see it again i just have to know whether what the theme really is I think something like this, you kind of have to see a couple times to fully get the weight of what they're artistically communicating. But I'll say four for now. I'll go a strong four. I Man, I... I I really enjoyed it. I think it was good. It was definitely heady. I don't know that I fully understood it. But if anything, I just feel even more drawn to it now. Like,
1: I would see it again. What do you think? I think this story is more relevant now than, you know, ever before, really. It's, uh, are you going to... Are you gonna own up to what you said you were gonna own up to? Are you gonna agree to the things that you said that you were gonna do? Are you gonna put, literally put your neck out be there? A man of your And word? accept the responsibility of your own actions that you chose to do without anybody yeah. telling you what to do. And that's m- a, in the that's modern, a really good point. In the modern day world, you know, like it's that. It's not every man. Right, and this is like the ultimate kind of tale of like step up and be, The person that you're saying that you're going to be, that you're presenting to everyone else, own up to your actions. And when it really boils down to it and you're facing your own death, are you going to own up to your own actions or are you going to. Cower.
0: Right. And try to run from. And be a bitch. Yeah. We'll try to like. Literally,
1: right? Run from from your responsibilities or your. Yeah. And uh, there's there's there, a lot there, I there. mean there's a reason they teach this in school. This should be something that kids like, you know, coming up need to read, need to like, kind of relate to their own lives in their own ways. Um, it, I, I I liked this movie a lot. Yeah, I really me too. did. I think three point five would not fully do this justice. I don't think for, so either, man. Uh,
0: three and a half is like for me if I will see a movie. More than just the once, and I think I'll enjoy it a second time. It's like okay, that's three and a half. When it's artistically resonant like this one, yeah. that's, a, that's a more of a,
1: a rarefied. Uh, I error. would definitely feel comfortable at a four. I would maybe say upon a second or third viewing, a four point five would be justified. Yeah, right now, I agree. just saying go it four. one time, yeah, I would I would agree that four would be the best thing to do. I don't like when we agree. On on the same numbers, it sounds like we're we cheating. We did one point five and four. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there's definitely definitely a clear winner in uh, the movies we we chose tonight. <laughs> it is crazy, man. It's a know? no contest. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old but, uh, phased
0: itself out.
1: It, yeah, out right with away. out with the old. Yeah, uh, man. Um, Maybe
0: skip that one. And man, do yourself a favor. A twenty four. They're everything just making very good... They're in a good space right now. Yeah, everything they do is good. I don't know who's producing over there, who's choosing the projects, but, man, they're doing Not a Not just that, but their job. quality
1: control... That's what I'm saying. Whoever, whoever decides what gets greenlit and what doesn't... Yes. Uh, ...that that uh so person deserves uh, a raise. Moonlight,
0: that, <laughs> Hereditary, Midsommar... dude, yeah, mid-90s. Uh, like mid-90s. They've, they've done all kind of so good... So many films that we've reviewed and loved hereditary i think yeah yeah hereditary in midsummer yeah um this is no exception this is right up there with um man some of my fav- favorite stuff i've seen so far this year I'm trying to think of what else is coming down the line dune i'm excited for dune yeah. i know we'll be doing dune um i want to see pig the new uh nick, nick cage, cage joint. joint yeah um yeah we're gonna be doing some
1: more stuff i don't remember we're gonna fucking about. review uh <laughs> what's that what's candy man Oh, yeah. But we're
0: doing Candyman and Candyman OG.
1: Well, next episode is going to be Candyman. What are we doing? Original and remake. What's the uh, comic book movie? I don't really want to see that much.
0: Oh, we're going to do Suicide Squad. We're going
1: to fucking do Suicide Squad? I couldn't remember it. James uh, Gunn is
0: back from his cancellation, and he got <laughs> he got greenlit by the same studios that canceled him.
1: They're like, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, this wait, might wait, be- Wait, wait, wait. You're right. You're right. But- they don't you're, give a. You're fuck. wrong, but you're right. Cause they really don't give a. Marvel fuck. fired James Gunn, and then DC was like, "You're throwing out the trash. We'll take that. Let me have them scrapped." <laughs> scooped them right up to do this one, yeah. and then Marvel's like, "You can't do that." But really, he's coming back for. Uh, he's I mean, coming back we're, for. We're talking uh, about different. Guardians three. Yeah, and they hired him back. on Right, it, exactly.
0: We're talking about different tentacles of the same octopus or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the, the web. It's a tangled web. James Gunn, I guess. Can do no wrong. Somehow this mother—I mean, this fucking movie—got um ninety-nine or ninety-eight percent. Or when
1: something. you at one point it was at ninety-nine, mm. and uh, I think no, you, I think you had sent it to me. I jinxed, and, it and it I was, was like, "There is no fucking way." And I forgot it was James Gunn. He really—he's he's found good at this his, ensemble he, thing. Yeah, he really has. I don't doubt that he's gonna do great work, but I'm just not terribly yeah, interested. It doesn't
0: pull me in. That first, first Suicide Squad is just fucking terrible. You saw thing. it. Yeah, huh? I, saw
1: I it. still haven't seen it. Yeah, I Do you mean, think I need to see it soon? No, see no, that no. Anyway. Apparently, you don't. And a lot of people say just don't. Oh, okay. Perfect.
0: Even David Ayers says don't see it. So he made
1: it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even the the, oh, the director it. of Suicide yeah. Squad? He says, <laughs> don't see it. Oh, my God. He said the, the studio just had their way with they it. They should uh, print that on the don't DVD box. David Ayers, the it. director. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to be
0: doing some <laughs> more stuff. Probably Suicide Squad next. Then I know we're going to be doing Candyman soon. Jordan Peele has a new film coming out. Sometime next uh, year, maybe or yeah, the end of this it's year.
1: Called, wait, wait, wait. Same? Gone? Or, Gone? It was John, one, yeah. one, one. It was one word. All those movies are one or two words. Um, um,
0: but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the line. It feels like finally the movies are back a little bit. For now, A List is back. Um, for now, hopefully we'll see you out there. Get out there, go to the movies. This is John. This is Sean. This is Movie Night. What John? With John? And Sean. With John and Sean. <laughs>